The name's Bond. James Bond. Why are you dressed up like Batman? The lady will have a... White wine spritzer! 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 To the gentleman, vodka martini, shaken, not... No! Welcome Shakeners to episode 21 of Shaken Not Nerd. We're legal. <laughs> you can do whatever you want to us. You have our consent. Mm. <laughs> Everything but the butt. <laughs> uh, I am uh, your co-host, Duty. I'm just sticking with Duty now. Oh, and really? with, with me, as always, is the... Um, the axle to your rose. <laughs> <laughs> the axle to my rose. The thorn to my rose. Um, the sunny to my share. The prick to my balls. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of the nine secret herbs and spices to my chicken. <laughs> I can't think Thanks. of any Thanks. <laughs> uh, in the spirit of yours, I think I'll shorten my name just to share. <laughs> <laughs> Ian. Just Ian. Let's let's just leave it at Ian, you know? We're shortening everything down. We're running out of time, guys. <laughs> no time for uh, uh, long middle names and... Such huge. It's huge. It's a huge, <laughs> it's a huge middle there. <laughs> um, but yes, thank you for joining us in episode 21. We're pretty excited um, because it's our 21st birthday. We made it. We're <laughs> adults. We finally did it. Now we're going to be really mature. <laughs> mature. <laughs> yes. Friendly games, it's tax time now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now listen clearly, kids. Write down, write, down every, write down everything truthfully. <laughs> Can't say that with a straight face. Yes, I definitely got my clear, my clothes Clip. dry cleaned every day. Clip dry cleaned. God, we're doing real good for 21-year-olds. Yeah. No, we're not actually 21. But, um, Mr. Johnson, would you like to take us on to our next... Well, uh, first oh, yes, I, I finally got my way, guys. And uh, we'll no longer be having the segment called... What are you doing? Instead, it'll be, some might say, the exact same segment <laughs> with a new intro. Yes. So, let's head into our man talk. I challenge you to a dance-off. Man talk. No trash talk, no backwalk. On the black top, just me, you. Man talk. No cat calls, no tag teams, no mascots. Right now. Man talk. Mr. Johnson, some, some man talk. Man talk. Man talk. I challenge you to a man talk. <laughs> no back talk. So, chapter two. What, what, what you been doing? Can't well, say what are you doing. Yeah, no, it's banned. <laughs> <laughs> I finally got my way. Um, I went and saw the new M. Night Shamanama Ding Dong movie. You know, M. Night Shamanama Ding Dong. He yes. did signs. Oh, yeah, yeah. The guy signs. who had good movies now, they're shit movies. He's come back again. Oh. Yeah. So he did that movie with the creepy grandparents. Oh, and now, the, the visitors. Yeah, the visit. Something. I think the yeah. visit. Yep. I didn't see that one, but he has a new movie out, Split, starring Charles Xavier. James McAvoy. He can now stand. It's crazy. And has he got his hair back? Yeah, it all grew back. <laughs> not kind of. He's got stubble. <laughs> it's got like your hair length. Um, yeah, and he's got multiple personality. So it also kind of is, and it takes the multiple personality psychological aspect and then puts his kind of twist on it that is kind of, um, I wouldn't say paranormal, but paranormal. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And at the end, there's a little bit of a twist into 
the movie Unbreakable. Did you ever see that with yes. Samuel Jackson and Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis, yes. The Glass Man, or whatever his name is. Mr. Glass. Mr. Glass, that's it. Yeah, and Unbreakable. That's yeah. a now Netflix. It ties well. in at the end, so there might be something going on there for the next movie as well. That would be cool because that was a pretty good movie yeah. from memory. But my favorite bit of the whole movie split, mm. one of his personalities is like a like eight year old child, I think, maybe even younger than eight. He's got like a lisp. He sounds like um like a kitty version of um um Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mike Tyson. <laughs> He's like a less angry Mike Tyson. <laughs> I just can't get my weight up. <laughs> and he always says etc. <laughs> When he's a kid, he's like, oh, you know, watching movies, eating food, etc. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? So funny. It's just like, yeah, he's like, he's like Mike Tyson, but less of an athole. You know, A-T-H. <laughs> less of an athole. <laughs> A-T-H-H-O-L-E. I'm an athole. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing? Uh, went, came back from Sydney. Was in Sydney uh, over the Australia Day. Sort of long weekend. That was pretty hot welcome back to civilization oh man um so many short shorts and muscle tops <laughs> i'm not joking so many stringers no uh, actually, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um we were in a nice area though we went to the, went to a pub um one point um uh, my uncle said oh new year's he got really really drunk he put a ladder on his roof climbed up to the roof and watched all the the, the fireworks from his roof and i'm like ah oh, bullshit you pulled the ladder out, put it against his roof. Everyone's going, no, no, you're too drunk to go up there. We went up there. Uh, one of us took beers up there, and we just sat on the roof, and we could see the whole city from his roof. <laughs> That's sick. So I was sitting up there, my dad's like, fuck, someone should have bought a beer. And there's one of my uh, my family members has got a beer with him. He's probably half a half a bottle of Corona. My dad goes, sweet, takes it, chugs it, gives him back the empty bottle. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, that was pretty good, but um, we also both uh took a look at you and i uh a comic book um called lonesomes yes mm. so yeah we got hit up from um from the creator of lonesomes I believe his name is ryan yeah so he's currently got a uh, i've got to remember the name of the website that everyone uses these days uh, Kickstarter. Kickstarter, thank you. Ryan Little was the person who sent us Ryan the, uh, the, yes. the book. Yeah. So, yeah, he's got a Kickstarter going for his comic book. And um, so the comic book essentially is... It's kind of like Pokemon meets... Um, oh, what's a good way to describe it? Kind of... So a lot of, like, a Pokemon aspect it's, to it. Yeah, it's, it's got the, the Pokemon vibe to it in relation to um, sort of mystical creatures. But these creatures only appear to someone who... Um, is, is truly alone. Yeah, feeling lonely and... So, so if you're feeling lonely for a day, then they won't appear. But if you're um, sort of constantly isolated from, from everyone sort of thing, they'll appear yeah. to you. And it, it's clearly written for children who are feeling lonely and, mm. and you know, those kinds of children that need some cheering up, which a lot of them turn to comic books and movies and games. Yeah. So I reckon it was a really cool idea to have a comic book that kind of played on that aspect as well. Mm. So I believe they're doing pretty well on Kickstarter, and he, he sent us over... Um, the first two chapters. The first two chapters, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it kind of went through how he met his lonesome, mm. so he's kind of Pokemon, if you will, and uh, it was it was a dog kind of it was plant. Like, it was like a wolfy, yeah, plant... Imagine, like, poison ivy and a wolf put together sort yeah. of thing. It was, like, the animation is fucking beautiful. Mm. Like, so clear, 
such such well designed artwork, mm. and not only that, but like the expression on the dogs, well, the animal's face, the lonesome's face is just it's super expressive, and it really very. Makes- you can tell when it's happy and when it's sort of in an attack mode or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it really made you go, oh, I want one. <laughs> I need one of them. Yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was reading it up in Sydney and um, I actually, yeah, I really, really liked it, especially like you've got a couple parts in uh, in the first two chapters in relation to battles and stuff. So yeah. It's a bit similar to Pokemon battles, but they don't really take turns. It's sort of just, you know, standard animals attacking each other. Um, and I liked it. Yeah, it was really cool to kind of get that that Pokemon aspect back. It really felt like like when you were a kid and you were watching Pokemon TV series and Yeah, for like the first time. But it was more personal and intimate because of the whole uh loneliness aspect to it that it that it kind of felt like they had this attachment between him and the animal. Mm. So yeah, it's it was also just like a really interesting world. We got this kind of touch that there might be some kind of villain going on with this bird. Yeah, that's right. They just start to uh, get he gets randomly attacked by sort of a giant red sparrow-like bird, and uh, the dog makes a little wooden birdhouse for it to go into. Yeah, it was pretty cool because mm. he just like kind of transforms like his plant matter kind of thing, and can make anything out of wood. And and if he touches water, he sprouts. He, kind he of? sort of grows like a tree, sort of thing. Like he yeah. shoots out vines. And yeah, stuff and he like. made himself a hammock. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, <laughs> that was get, really cool. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's a pretty good book. We'll put the uh, the links in the description should you want yeah. to check it out. Highly recommend it to anyone who's got kids, probably around the age of ten or so. Yes, I reckon that's probably about <clears throat> a good age. Mm. And it's a good starting off point. There's no, you know, you, you need to know this or need to know that before, and you yeah. just pick it up and start going straight away. Yeah, and that's that's probably one of the other things that's really going for it. Whereas, you know, if you were to pick up any other comic book or something with uh, one of the X Men or anything along those lines, that a lot of the time you kind of have to read backstories and things mm. to kind of you have to, to, understand re- you have what's to read going these on. three books before you can read that one. <laughs> oh, you don't want to go down that road. You don't want to go down that road. <laughs> Welcome yeah, to Marvel, yeah. Really interesting, and, and like I said, what I really liked about it was the fact that it felt like really personal and touched upon those themes that a lot of kids feel. Mm. Obviously, you know that I'm writing a book, but yes. a lot of our listeners probably don't know that I'm writing a book, so it has a lot of those similar kind of themes in it that it's aimed at at kids. Mine's aimed at more so boys, but in that similar age group, and mm. I think it's anything that gets boys reading is always good. Yeah, exactly. Um, other than that, I think it's time we move on to news of uh, the past two weeks. Yep. Mm. And now here's Ollie Williams with the Blackie Weather Forecast. Ollie? It's going to rain! Thanks, Ollie. So, Mr. Johnson, going very formal here because we're now adults. We're 21. Mm, I'm so adult. My God, you're greasy. <laughs> um, so, we have news this week. I've written it all down. You're completely blind here with all the news. <laughs> I am written. blind. Um, big shocking news that everyone is very happy about. Uh, Transformers: The Last Night will be Michael Bay's last Transformers movie. My God! Great news! Oh my God! I'm in tears. <laughs> What's that? Trump stepping down as president? Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> this danger keeps getting better. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think it's Transformers Five is going to be his last one. And I watched this. They had like a Super Bowl trailer for it this morning, and I'm just no. <laughs> it looks so bad. Like we'll probably go watch it for the sake of. But you know what? People have been saying it's so bad since the second one. Yes. So it's and it still makes millions. Yeah. But it has my friend. Um, forgotten yeah. his name. 
the guy from Ted. Mark Wahlberg. Uh, <laughs> and I like- Mikey Mark and his funky bunch. <laughs> yes. Um, sad news, John Hurt passed away. Very sad news. Uh, you'll know him from a lot of movies, and you probably don't even know that you're seeing him because he's in that many movies. Hellboy, Alien, uh, shit, Harry Potter, V for Vendetta. They're the main ones I can think of. Uh, he's very famous for a lot of movies. He's been in a lot of British films. He went through the era where British films were the big thing. So, mm. obviously, we're looking 60s era where it was just Britain, Britain, Britain. <laughs> Who was the first person to be attacked by an alien? What? An alien. Oh right, yes. Yeah. He was the first it was the first guy. Yeah, he was the guy who had his chest bursted. Yeah. <laughs> bursted it. Um, so some sad news there. Uh clearly this has already been confirmed, but it's officially confirmed by Fox now. Logan is R rated. Whoa. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. We already knew that. Yeah. Uh we <laughs> had the Avengers video game teaser trailer. Yeah, mm. yeah, I did see it, but it didn't show us anything. It showed us that it was a massive tease. It showed uh, some smash glasses behind a big smash door, a Thor's hammer and rubble, a broken Iron Man glove, and, and a Captain America shield, and just said Marvel Square Enix, which is a video game company, and that was it. Yeah, so Square Enix, do you want to talk about what else they've done? Uh, they're most famous for things along the lines of, like, say, Kingdom Hearts is one of their big did ones. Did they do Fable? Did they do Fable, or was that... No, it was no? Lionhead, I think. Yeah. Um... And they're also known, I think, for the Final Fantasy series, or at least uh, yes, yeah, input in the Final for Fantasy sure. series. So we have no idea what the game's going to be like. It could be a, it could be a MOBA. It could be a, a mobile game that you play on your phone. We don't know. Yeah. What are you hoping for? I want to see something like a, a, a sandbox Grand Theft Auto that you can swap between the four playable characters. Like when you play Grand Theft Auto Five, you can like mm. swap between the main characters. Yeah. That, but with Avenger characters. I don't want a sandbox. No? Um, and one of our listeners, um, Ryan, also pointed out what he wanted. And he said he was thinking and hoping for something like an Arkham, an Arkham kind of, where it's very... That's a bit sandboxy, though. It is sandboxy, but it's also story-driven. And yes. that, that's what I'm hoping for. I don't care if it's sandboxy in the sense, but as long as it's story-driven, mm. then I'm going to be happy. Because I want something where we actually get these characters that we love in the movies acting like the characters and you're not just in there fucking being them, smashing buildings and shit, but there's no interaction, there's no storyline. You yeah. just beat up bad guys. <clears throat> that's what I want to avoid. I don't want a kitty game. I want something that has some substance to it. Something that, yeah, is, is made for adult gamers rather than... Yeah, you know, I want to see something where we actually have Tony Stark, you know, talking and interacting with these other characters. Hmm. Tell hmm. a story. <laughs> Give us one. So many stories you can tell with the Avengers, though. Yeah, well, you've got Hydra, you've got all the Thor's sort of yeah. Asgardian knowledge. you got heaps. So much you can do. It would just be a waste to be like, all right, now hit square three times in triangle and you can do a choke slam. <laughs> a choke slam. <laughs> Um, now there was the Ubisoft uh, Assassin's Creed video game movie that didn't do quite well. It mm. uh, looks like Ubisoft are giving another crack of their video games. They're looking at doing a Splinter Cell movie, uh, and a script has been sent to Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Mm. Uh, I would say to play Sam Fisher, the main character. A of Splinter script Cell. been sent to him. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything though. Mm. They would have sent script to probably a bunch of people, but would Tom you- Hardy. Do you think he'll do it? I don't think he would. I don't think he Considering could Considering he it. was going to do Suicide Squad and dropped out. Mm. I don't think he could do a Sam Fisher. Yeah, I the think, character I think he could. It's just, considering how this last one did with Michael Fassbender, 
and Michael Fassbender is a really big actor as well. And that movie had you know pretty good actors in it. It just went nowhere. Went nowhere. Um, so yeah, I think Tom Hardy will probably take all of that into account. And I don't reckon he'll stay on it. No. Uh, some also some big news. Uh, ben Affleck is no longer directing the Batman. Mm. Still acting in it, still producing it, and, and I believe help writing it with Jeff Johns. Um, but he will not be directing it. We haven't got a statement as to, well, from him saying why or anything yet, have we? I haven't checked I if haven't there has been any, one. I haven't seen anything. Um, but um, I understand he uh, it, it most likely would have been, say, too much pressure or something like yeah, that to I, act right, direct and I don't produce. think it would have been that he doesn't think he could do it and wouldn't like to do it. I mm. suspect it's more the fact that he's already producing it and acting in it. And him probably to, writing it. Yeah, and probably being involved in the writing process. For him to be directing it as well, like, that's... And if it flops, you're screwed. Yeah. Because that's four four pies you got your hand in. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, he's a really good director and I would have loved to see him directing. Mm. But at the same time, it's... You and I both know, like, it's very hard, if you're acting in a film, to direct it as well. Mm. So, for him to do that as well as producing and being involved in all the other things that go on behind the scenes that we don't even know about with these companies, yeah. What so. about, uh, what what director would you want to make a Batman film? Christopher Nolan. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's a really tough one. Um, Some people have said uh, online that they'd want Zack Snyder to do just Batman. No. No. Fucking um, kill him off, Zack Snyder. Get him out. He's had two goes at this. Three. Three, Justice sorry. League, yeah. Yeah. Um, no. Nah. Apparently, the runtime as well for Justice League is 180 hours. Uh, See, this a- is hours, the other minutes. problem. He just, these movies are so long that you know they're going to get cut down and turned into a piece of garbage. Yeah, that's... We can only wait for that. Um, some people have suggested Kevin Smith. Because he is a massive Batman fan, and he wrote some really good Batman books. Um, but Kevin has denied it for three reasons: uh, one, he hasn't spoken to Ben Affleck in years; two, he directed Tuscan Yoga Hoses, <laughs> uh, and I can't recall what his third one was. But he said, "No, I'm not directing Batman." He yeah, doesn't. He not, doesn't want to as well. Well, he's not. Yeah, I can understand why it's a lot of pressure to take on. Mm. He's not a big enough name as, an, as a director to do something like that. Mm. Uh, there are lots of good directors out there. I would like to see someone from the like Marvel directors jump into DC. That would be interesting to see. Joss Whedon or um, yeah, like, James Gunn. Yeah, that'd be really good. I doubt James Gunn would do it. Uh, Joss Whedon possible. I have no idea. But maybe um, you've got some good Bond directors as well out there. So we've got some... There's so, so many good directors out there. I think you're better off taking Last time a Bond director did a a, a comic book film, though, it went very bad. Yeah, true that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Having said that, though, there's just so many good directors out there. As long as you get a good standard director who can tell a good drama narrative, Mm. then if you can tell a good drama, then you can tell a good comic book story. Maybe get... Is it... uh, Who's the guy that did Mad Max Fury Road? Oh, the Australian director. Greg Miller? Uh, Yeah. Uh, Not Greg Miller. Greg Miller's IGN. Not anymore, he's not. Um, oh, yeah, true, yeah. Uh, Miller. Yeah. Anyway, um, also, this is also bigger news that, that uh, came to my attention. The Flash movie is having a complete new script written for it. Not rewrites, a whole new script starting from scratch, page one. They were supposed to start filming this month. Yeah, that's worrying. <laughs> um, a lot of people are maybe, worried about Maybe it. Warner Brothers should just go, um, I- restart? 
Yeah, it is It is kind of worrying. At the same time, considering how the movies have been doing. <clears throat> they have made money. They've made money. Suicide Squad barely, barely made money. Batman Superman made like $980 million. It made a lot of money, but Suicide Squad did pretty damn well, we got, terrible. We got Wonder Woman as well. Uh, coming up in May, I think it is. Wonder Woman. Yeah, fairly so soon. We've we've got that, and then we have uh, the very long, hundred and eighty minute Justice League, which hopefully is uncut. Cause Look, if Justice League doesn't do well, they'll have to restart. The, I don't know if they can come back from that. That's very hard. You're in a very difficult position where, it, Batman Superman just didn't do well. It did well at the box office, but mm. it, it hasn't done well. Yeah. Well, you haven't watched it, but you need to watch the Ultimate Edition because it just it makes so much more sense. It doesn't make it good. It makes it better. <laughs> but it's not harder to be better than a piece of shit. Anyway, uh, we also had news this week. Battlefront 2 is coming at the end of the year. Star Wars Battlefront 2. Very excited. Um, it will have uh, a single-player campaign, and it will yes. be within multiple eras. Yeah, so I was thinking about this. I, heard, did, I did hear this news and had a second to think about it. Yep. Um, I was thinking how on earth they're going to jump across multiple eras. Are they going to have... Mo- well, they have to have multiple characters. Yep. Either that or you have a character <clears throat> that ages, but they're going to be basically dead by the time you get to the Force Awakens era. It's only 30 years in the future. From... Return of the Jedi. Yeah, but we're talking about multiple, not just two. That means they're more than likely looking at doing the prequel as well. Oh, yeah. Yoda died at... <laughs> no, nobody can live through that. <laughs> Chewbacca's in all three. True, Chewbacca is in all three. Um, so you, that's the only way I can think about it. Either you have a character or characters that age very significantly. Uh, well, yeah, very slowly in this case. Yeah. But they will probably age from each era. Yeah. Or you're telling probably three different stories. Generations or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, Maybe you jump between the characters and then... I hope it's a really good plot and they're not just three separate stories that you jump between the characters. If you're going to do that, then they need to tie together. Somehow, yeah. Yeah. Would you... uh, Is there anything you'd like to see from Battlefront 2? Is there anything you'd like for them from the first game that you want them to to build on more in the second game? Like, the graphics and sound design is perfect. Yes. And that's what was great about it. And... When it came out, it looked amazing. It still looks good now, but if, I don't know. For some reason, when I've replayed it recently, I've been like, uh, it's not as nice as it looked when it first came out for some reason. Yeah, some maps don't have as much detail as um, some of the older maps. Yeah, it's a bit strange. But even when the first game came out, you and I, basically everyone said, where's the campaign? This would be amazing with the campaign. And like when you start the game up the first time, it's like, do the tutorial, and the tutorial's so well the, the the sort of the cinematics yeah. and everything. It's got the like little hologram in the corner of uh, General Akbar and <laughs> Admiral Akbar. Admiral Akbar. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, telling you to go do this. <laughs> <laughs> go wipe your ass. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I would like. Have to you see- got fish sticks? <laughs> <laughs> Big mustachy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. We get a single player campaign. We get multiple errors. Yeah. We should get I just hope that they do it right. I hope they don't do a Titanfall 2 and be like, hey guys, we finally did a campaign like you asked for, and it's not that great. Yeah, nah, I already got rid of my Titanfall 2. Yeah, exactly. Um, Rogue One passed $1 billion at the box office. 
they came out just before the Arsen, like a couple weeks before the end of 2016. Yep. And it's already one of the highest grossing films of 2016. Yep. Not surprising. It's a really good movie. Mm. Um, but the biggest piece of news... Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. The title. Here we go. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, my panties are wet now. <laughs> so, what should we start on first? The name, the red title sequence. Uh, Come on, Star Wars nerd. <laughs> it's all. I love Star Wars as well. I can't really judge. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I'm sorry. The television's on. It's showing a great bread maker. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I reckon the Last Jedi. Look, it's a title. Apparently, the mm. the title was was set up before the the writing of the script, so they already knew what the the film was going to be called. I think before they wrote the script, yeah, it um, would have been made as a. It would you, all. Be, they it, know when they're doing that, like, oh, this will grab people's attention. <clears throat> well, I re- I reckon it's most likely about all about Luke. He's called the Last Jedi, in the in the film, uh, in Episode Six, Yoda refers to him as the Last of the Jedi. You will be. Yep. Um. And then in the opening crawl of episode seven, it says Luke Skywalker, the last Jedi. Yeah. The last of the Jedi. And so I it's got to be about him. I think a lot of people <clears> are worried that they're going to kill him off. I don't actually think they're going to kill him off. In the, not no. in this movie. No. They might in the next one, the one afterward, the the final of this trilogy. Yeah. Uh, but I highly doubt they're going to kill him off in this one after they just killed off Han. As well as the untimely passing of Carrie Fisher. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't really want all three original. Well, they probably wouldn't have planned. Obviously, they haven't planned on Carrie Fisher passing away, but I, I think that either way, hopefully they, they have to make it menacing, and to do that, they have to kill off certain character or characters and Mm. and have it very dark theme like uh, Empire Strikes Back, because that's essentially what they need an Empire like. They need an Empire Strikes Back for your your middle movie. Oh, you didn't have that with Attack of the Clones. No, but again, uh, prequels were crap. So <laughs> three's okay. Mm, yeah, three actually is okay. Um, but I don't think they're going to kill him off. The reason I think that is just I just it's just a gut feeling, really. After the Han Solo got killed off, they need to have some kind of character stay in it as a mentor mm. and to mentor Ray. Ray. And I think that's another reason why it's called The Last Jedi. I think you'll find that everybody knows this. Or they've already said it. Jedi, everyone knows, is both singular and plural. Mm. And I think it's more so called that because it'll be passing on the knowledge to Rey. So yeah. together, it's a collective. They're The Last Jedi. Yeah, okay. Um, my question, and I posed this as well, um, that do you think Finn will be paralysed because I watched episode 7 and the lightsaber goes straight Straight up up his his spine spine. Um, and that's pretty brutal I think in our world he would be paralysed yep do I think he'll be paralysed no you know what I think is going to (laughs) happen a little bit of a guesstimating here (laughs) I reckon you're probably going to see him be mechanised in some way or another Uh, to liken it to Luke getting his hand cut off and he has a mechanized hand, a robotic hand. So, like a robotic spine or something. I reckon there's going to be something along those lines where. I hope they don't just in brush some it off. Way he'll be part kind of robotic. Oh, I really hope they don't just brush it off as well. Mm. Um, that would be really disappointing. Like, oh, here's my scar. <laughs> cool. You should be dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you can wiggle your toes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wiggle your toe. <laughs> just a half an hour sequence at the start of him 
Kill Bill saw lying in the back of a fucking lying in the back of the Falcon. <laughs> Just wiggle your big toe. <laughs> um, no, I, I think he's going to be mechanized in some way, like Luke with his hand. I think you're going to see something along those lines. Do you think anyone else should lose another body part besides, like, what if Ray lost a leg? Because um, I reckon it'd be a lot I've, harder to adjust with a robotic leg than it would be for a robotic hand. Yeah, I think so as well, and I I think that's possible in terms of maybe what will happen more so to. Maybe not Ray, because well, we don't know what's going to happen to Ray, but mm. he might end up, like you said, spinal damage. Maybe he gets two fucking robotic legs. Who knows? <laughs> In terms of Ray, I more. think it is very possible that something's going to happen to her and she's going to be in some way amputated, <laughs> for lack of a better word. But I think it's, it's going to work either way, because if we look at Mad Max Fury Road with Charlize Theron and her kind of oh, yep. robot yeah, yep. hand thing... It's something, you know, where once upon a time people would have been afraid to do that to a woman in movies. Now it's very much more equal in the cinematic universe. Okay. You can cut off a woman's arm and a leg and not be like, ooh, it's a woman. And no, it's a person. They also can have their arms and legs cut off. Hmm. So I think it's very, very likely that it could happen. Hmm. Good thoughts, Mr. Johnson. Hmm. Good hmm. thoughts. I won't divulge too much because, you know... We have a podcast to do. <laughs> yes. Um, but that brings us on to our main uh, segment, if you will, of uh, this episode. It is episode 21. Woo! I'm 20- a woo girl now. I'm 21. <laughs> 21st birthdays. And I've gotten a list of movies, TV shows, and uh, and CDs or albums that came out 21 years ago. And if one of us hasn't seen... We're going to do for the movies. If we haven't yeah. seen the movie... You have to drink, and we are we are currently yeah, drinking it. Probably haven't heard the songs or yeah, fair enough. <laughs> or the DVD. Um, so we're going to go through those. I have a couple of uh, some easy ones and a couple of interesting ones. Mm, so. Um, so let's get on to that. Hmm. Uh oh. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling twenty. One. So, Mr. Johnson, happy birthday! Thanks. Not Where's only my th- fucking presence? <laughs> Where's my signed key? <laughs> um, so not only is it our birthday, it's also everything's birthday in 1996. I'm glad you told me the year because I didn't want to do math. These are some <laughs> of the, these are some of the albums that came out in 1996. I only got four, four that I know. Um, <laughs> All right. Down on the upside, by Soundgarden. Next. Okay. <laughs> An album called Load by Metallica. Next. Evil Empire, Rage Against the Machine. They did Bulls on Parade, that album. I didn't know Bulls on Parade. But most importantly, 1996, Mr. Johnson. Spice Girls. Oh, yes. (laughs) Which album? Spice. The original. Wow. That was the first album I ever owned. What a year. Yeah. Vintage. (laughs) Um, TV shows, we have Beast Wars. Oh, really? Beast Wars is 1996. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Hey. Everybody Loves Raymond. Really? Yeah. Fuck me, that was a good year. <laughs> Whatever it is, I've never heard of it. The Jamie Foxx show. Apparently he had his own Jamie show. Jamie Foxx had his own show? Apparently so. And Third Rock from the Sun. I'm re-watching that at the moment, actually. <laughs> I actually am. It's on um, Netflix. It's Netflix. on Netflix. Is so it Netflix? Been... Ooh, I don't know. I've got both. i got Stan and Netflix, so I don't know which one I'm watching it. You love your Stan. I think it is Netflix. Hmm. Mm. I think it is. Um, Either way, I'm re-watching it at the moment, and um, it's, its humour is actually... Not dated at all. It's so good. I highly recommend rewatching that one, guys. Might need to take a look at it. Dated better than 
a lot of other shows. <laughs> Frasier. <laughs> I never saw Frasier. Probably um, has. Anyway, we have movies that turn 21 this year, and every movie that we... Should we make it that we have or we haven't seen we have to drink? Uh... How many? How many are on this list? <laughs> Let's go with about between fifteen to twenty. We'll drink any time we haven't seen it. Okay, the first one is an easy one. It's Independence Day. Yes, that came out in nineteen ninety six. I haven't seen that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so clearly, nineteen ninety six, twenty one. Mm. Will That's Smith, a good movie. Jeff Goldblum. Who else is um, My only thing is, I I think the sequel's better. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Everyone's just like, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> just uh, needed a resurgence, you know? That's a shot. <laughs> yeah, right, fair enough. Um, we also have the Wes Craven favourite, Scream. Also a very good movie. The Netflix series. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the actual movie? I really hope you have. Yeah, I've seen the actual yeah. movie. Yes. Good movie. Uh, it's got Shaggy from Scooby-Doo in it. Yes, it does. Yes. Uh, Mission Impossible. Actually, you know what I, w- I want you to do? This is going to be fun as well. One sentence synopsises for each movie. One sentence synopsis. Mm-hmm. So our friends at um, more good than do that when they talk about a movie, they give one sentence synopsis. All right. So you gotta do a, do one for Independence Day. Independence Day. Um. All right. Will Smith, Aliens. Not a haiku. <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith fights off invading aliens with sassy. Co-host Jeff Goldblum. Fair enough. Scream, <laughs> scream. Uh, <laughs> um, serial killer stalks high school students in an almost pedophilic manner. There, you know, you're getting the hang of it. Uh, mission Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> this mission is impossible. <laughs> Tom Tom Cruise does a diehard going through going through an air vent and finds some lasers. <laughs> Tom Cruise wears a face mask. Uh, Space Jam. Wow. Famous baseball player gets kidnapped by by cartoons and forced to play basketball <laughs> against the invading aliens from Independence Day <laughs> and Danny DeVito. <laughs> uh, Jerry Maguire. Oh. I haven't seen Jerry Maguire. You haven't seen no. you fucking drink. I can't believe you haven't seen that. All right. Um, I don't even need to give a one sentence synopsis. I think I'll do it anyway because you haven't seen the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um. Jerry Maguire is forced out of his business as a agent for... The FBI. No. <laughs> as an agent for sports stars and forced to start up his own business with his one remaining client that decided to stick with him. Cool. In either case, show me the money. Uh, Say show me the money. No. Say show me the money. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> right, um, all right, Nutty Professor. <laughs> really? Yeah. That came out this year as well. Fuck! What a good year. Um, why am I doing them all? Come on. A very bad case of the Biggest Loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. When the Biggest Loser goes wrong. Wow, the big fat loser. Uh, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Mm. Um. Ex shit hockey player turns pro golf player to save his grandma from Grandma's Ben house. Stiller. Grandma's <laughs> from Ben Stiller. <laughs> now you will play. Now you will play golf. Oh, I'll make you play golf. <laughs> uh, cable guy. Oh wow, that fuck! So many good movies. All right, you did this one. Come on. Jim Carrey finds a friend. 
Jim Carrey is Jim Carrey in a Jim Carrey movie. Uh, oh. <laughs> Jingle all the way. <laughs> Fucking horrible. <laughs> oh. um, good luck. Um, that means you do it, not me. <laughs> um... What's his fucking... Uh, is it Dutch from Predator? Yes. Yeah. Dutch from Predator finds Anakin Skywalker a toy he's been wanting and he's not a pedophile, he's just wanting a Turbo Man. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I like it. Uh, Twister. Cow. Helen Hunt's best movie. <laughs> <laughs> Another cow. Yeah, it is. It's our only good movie. Uh, oh, fuck, who's the other guy in that? Oh, Phil Seymour Hoffman's in that movie as well. Is he? Yeah. What about the... Isn't the guy from Alien in it? Which one? Uh, game over, man. Game over. Forgotten his name. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's in that as well. And Philip Seymour Hoffman is like a fat nerdy guy as well. Compared to idiots run into a storm, <laughs> over and over again. Mars attacks. I have to drink. <laughs> Haven't you seen it? No, nah, I've seen bits of it and I refuse to watch it. Um. Fuck. How do you describe that? Mars come down to Earth, kidnap Sarah Jessica Parker, kill Jack Black, and kidnap Pierce Brosnan. All while Tom Jones survives. Because Tom <laughs> Jones is in it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I think there's a lot of celebrities in that movie, isn't there? It's it's not bad. Like it's mm. campy, it's it's campy, but it's not bad. Yeah. And all the all the Mar- Martians talking like a scream. Yeah, it's a shit. And the president is Jack Nicholson. Yeah, I know. Uh, the tale. Frighteners. Peter Jackson. That's actually a good movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Do you know what it's about? Sorry, you're about to tell me a synopsis. (laughs) Michael J. Fox fools people into there's ghosts in their house when there actually is. (laughs) Really? So he's had, like, the stories, like, if you have a near-death experience, you can see ghosts. Yeah. So people who don't go on an afterlife. Um, And he's made friends with an Elvis impersonator and a nerd. So these two ghosts live with Michael J. Fox in his house. And what he does is, is these ghosts that are his mates go to people's houses and poltergeist the place. You know, they pick up the baby yeah. by his pyjamas and, you know, swing him around and stuff. And he goes in, frees the house of their spirits, gets paid and leaves. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. He just makes up all these, like, you know, bullshit inventions and all these sort of things that do nothing. Sort of like Ghostbusters, but they're mates yeah. with the ghosts. And he just makes money off it. That's so good. I should watch that movie. That's a really good it's idea. Re- it's uh, Peter Jackson directed it. Yeah. Um, it's got a couple of other famous people in it. It's got... Um, the girl from Multiplicity. I've forgotten her name. Horrible movie and we'll never talk of it again. <laughs> uh, but Michael J. Fox is the main character. Yeah. So it's a good movie. Um, we've got Escape from LA. I haven't seen it. Ching ching. Because I have not seen that either. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, everybody. I think Escape from New York was the better one and Escape from LA was the shitter one. Because one of them's a sequel or prequel. or It's mm. got um, Kurt Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell is Kurt Russell. Snake Plissken or something. Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't know his name. Uh, 101 Dalmatians. You can drink? No. Oh, really? I'm waiting for you to do a synopsis. Is this one of the Disney movies you've seen? Um, Yes. (laughs) Oh, no, it's a live action. I haven't seen this one. (laughs) Oh, is this the live action one? Ugh, horrible. Um, Shit Disney movie. Is it still Disney? I don't even know if it's... Yeah, it's still Disney. Yeah. Um... (laughs) <laughs> the beginning of Disney's live action career. <laughs> it's Coming just... up next, The Jungle Book. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, I watched this one recently from Dust Till Dawn. Yes. Have you seen and, it? And um, 
if you listen really closely, you can hear me drinking. <laughs> Do you know what it's about? I know it's about um, vampires. It's a movie written... It's uh, Tarantino's first writing job. Tarantino, George Clooney, Juliette Lewis. Um, I can't remember the actor's name, but the guy who plays Mr. White from Reservoir Dogs. He also uh, plays Mr. Wolf in yeah. Pulp Fiction. Oh, fuck. I've got Dick my Wolf. blank on his name as well. Is it Dick Wolf? I can't remember his name. Moving along. <laughs> um, it's got him in it. Essentially, um, people escape... Uh, Quentin Tarantino is like a, a, a rapist. So, uh, a pedophile and a rapist, I think. Uh, he gets broken out of jail from his brother, George Clooney. They're on the run. Um, they're meeting up with like people in Mexico who are going to you know get them out of the country sort of thing. And they're supposed to meet at a bar called the Twitty Twister. The Titty Twister. Um, and it is a vampire bar. It's really good. Really? It sounds random as fuck. Oh, it goes complete... Like, three quarters of the movie is very Tarantino, so it's very, like, the camera angles are the same as a, as a Pulp Fiction film. It's got the yeah. trunk shot and everything. Um, but then the last quarter of it is very uh, Rodriguez. It's, it's fucking, you know, blood and gore and over-the-top action and stuff like that. Mm. You know what my favourite part about that is? Mm. The fact that Quentin Tarantino went... Yeah, I look a little like George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no, you don't. <laughs> um, the Rock. The Rock with Sean Connery. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen The Rock? Oh, this is a great... You should watch this movie. I had, think my parents have it here on DVD. We should watch this. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we're also going to be filming a video. Yeah, true. Um... Awesome movie. Uh, Sean Connery has escaped from Alcatraz. He's the only person who's, I think, ever escaped from Alcatraz. And Alcatraz has been taken over by terrorists who, for car- for launching chemical warfare. What? So they have to break into Alcatraz using Sean Connery, um, Nicolas Cage, and Sean Connery break into Alcatraz because, yeah. To stop terrorists for chemical warfare. So how does Sean Connery not get instantly arrested when they figure out you've broken out of Alcatraz? Oh, he is arrested, yeah. So he's under, like, Nicolas Cage is a police officer. This is my terrible explanation of this movie, I'm sorry. Nicolas Cage is a police officer, Mm. and Sean Connery is arrested. Mm. So he's under arrest the entire time. He kind of, like, tries to escape several times, and that's part of the dynamic is it's a cop and a a felon. Thug felon, yes. Who's the only felon guy ever to escape from Alcatraz, but they need him to help get into Alcatraz because he's the only guy that knows the secret way in. Alcatraz is the prison. Yeah, it's like the world. San Francisco, like off the prison. Yeah, it's in America. Is it is it off the coast of? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know where it is. No, it's a prison and it's made of rock. <laughs> uh, we also have the Phantom with Billy Zane. Billy Zane? Yeah. This has been years since I've seen this movie. So I couldn't give you an explanation of the storyline. All I know is it's basically the comics and he wears purple pants. <laughs> <laughs> he wears purple. He has a wolf. He has a horse. He has skull rings that he punches on people's foreheads. Mm. That's right. And they get the little red the, skull the, on his... Yeah, that's when you know someone's been hit with the phantom because he's got the skull on his head. Yeah, from memory it was terrible. Um, Suddenly this movie's the, starting... This year's starting to go downhill. <laughs> the bad guy, I remember, like... He had a, a microscope or something that you'd look into it and it'd have words and you had to adjust the focus on it. 
and it said, like, you're dead, and as soon as you would read it, spikes would go into your eyes and kill you. What? Yeah. I'm like, don't read it! <laughs> <laughs> as a child, don't read it! Yeah. So, like, when it came to, like, you know, high school science and shit like that, I was like, hmm. <laughs> you look at it first. What do you see? <laughs> it's fucking freaky as a kid. You didn't look down anything like fucking drains or whatever. Like, no, Spike will come out of that. <laughs> There's a clown in that sewer. <laughs> uh, we had Dragonheart. Do you know the film Dragonheart? Nope, I'm drinking. Fuck, how do I describe Dragonheart? Um, it's Kevin Costner. At least I think it's Kevin Costner. I think you're right. Sean Connery is a dragon. He voices a dragon, and there's a bad guy who shares the heart of a dragon, and essentially the way to kill the bad guy is to kill the dragon, but then I think he becomes friends with the dragon. <laughs> this sounds like a horrible movie, and 1996 is really going downhill. After this, Kevin Costner went on to do Waterworld. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I really want to do an episode on Waterworld. <laughs> Uh, and we have the great Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, Eraser. He did two movies out that year. Mm. Well, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you're my hero. With Tyra... Not Tyra... Eraser is better than Jiggle All The Way. Is it a good movie? No. Put the cookie down! <laughs> now! <laughs> I'll erase your history! Who was in... Who was the main actress in Eraser? Ah, oh, some chick. Some 90s chick. I can't remember. Can't remember. I, I don't think she was anybody, was she? Uh, I think she is. I can't oh. be us pulling out the surface and <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who it is, but I, she did okay. a good job. <laughs> All I remember is they at the end it ends in like the zoo, and they shoot a tank and there's like a crocodile that comes out and eats someone, and it's like the most terrible CGI'd crocodile you've ever seen in your life. I remember the X-ray guns that they could shoot through walls and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because they try to shoot the the actress inside her home, and you can just see the green light. And if the green light was going through like walls and shit, it would mean they were aiming through the wall. <laughs> yep, yes, another terrible movie. Mm. Nineteen ninety six, the year that we forgot. It started off good. It start, well, yeah, we got all. We had Independence Day, Scream, Mission Impossible, Space Jam. Jeremy, it got really good until we got to <laughs> Twister. <laughs> oh no, we missed one. I'm sorry. Uh, I twist <laughs> Twist <laughs> uh, I haven't seen it Because I'm going to drink Spy Hard Spy Hard uh, This is the one with Oh shit The guy from the Naked Gun Leslie Mann Yeah Liz, Yeah uh, And Who's the other one Isn't there two Keep talking While I take a look for you <laughs> Yeah it was just another one of his Comedy Spoofy movies Wasn't it Kind of like an airplane, kind of like a naked gun where he's a spy and he just Hard. acts like <laughs> an idiot um, for two hours. I don't know whether it's this or the naked gun, but I think I've seen it slightly. They call him Spy Hard. But That's it was, basically, yeah, it had like a James Bond intro. and Leslie Nielsen. Um, he got smacked over the top. Like, he, he was fighting someone and someone hit him with a coffee table, like a metal coffee table, and it Han soloed him on the coffee table. Really? Yeah. And I think it had uh, the scene where, I think it was The Fugitive or something, where he's like at the end of a river thing, or the guy's pointing the gun and the, at, at the end of a dam. Oh, yeah, yeah, The and Fugitive. And his toes come out of his shoes and wrap around the side of the the edge of the dam. So as he jumps, his toes hold on, I think. <laughs> what? I could be wrong. I could be very wrong. Could be, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I remember they had like a full James Bond intro and... 
Wow. The, this movie has Marcia Gay Hayden, Nicoletta Sheridan, and Charles Durning. An all-star cast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But those are the those are the movies that turn 21. Um, is there any of these which are your favourite? There's favorites? quite a few movies in there, though. Like, for one year. you got to keep that in mind. In one year, all those movies came out. and we had a couple others on there that I didn't write down. Like, I think Ransom with Mel Gibson was on there, but I haven't seen that. Have you seen Ransom with Mel Gibson? No, I haven't. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, still, there's a lot of movies that came out that year. Like, yeah. That even today, 21 years later, some might say. Like, that's... Like, the fact that we even know of that many movies. The Nutty Professor. The Nutty Professor. I can see my dick. I can see my dick. <laughs> uh, who would have thought a movie where people sat around a table and farted would be movie of the year that year? Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> and the start and end of Tom Cruise's career. <laughs> Tom Cruise? Yeah. Mission Impossible. Didn't end his career. Ended it. He's done like six sequels. I've never heard of another Mission Impossible movie. I'm sorry, you made me go to watch yeah, Rogue Nation, yeah, and it pretty was good. pretty good. It was pretty good. And we got The Mummy coming out this year with mm-hmm. Thom Cruise. Thomas Cruise. Thomas Cruise. Um, also, very, very annoying that there's no John Wick coming to Australia. John Wick 2. I'm so pissed. It doesn't make sense because there's ads everywhere for Stan for their fucking... Oh, that's right. Yes, they're going to do a TV series prequel, aren't they? Yep. For John Wick, and there's just ads all over fucking YouTube and everything. John, John Wick, Wick two, John Wick two, and then oh no, you're in Australia. We're not, we're not gonna get that. <laughs> Trump's gone. No, <laughs> what? Trumbull doesn't get it. <laughs> Nothing annoys me more than Australia's lack or late movie releases. Like, uh, what was it? Life of Pets. We saw that. We saw that in Hong Kong. We saw that in Hong Kong, and it didn't come out here till nearly nearly six, four months later or something. Or several months later. Yeah, Yeah, that movie as well was a bit eh. Yeah. But still, like, it doesn't doesn't make sense to me why movies don't come out here at the same time. Well, It it takes us at least a couple of months to fly them over. We do get lucky from time to time when it comes to movies, say, like, the Marvel films, the DC films, or Star Wars. Because uh, it's like they're all released on the same day. Yeah, me and New- us in New Zealand get it first. Yeah. We can tell you who dies. <laughs> Spoilers! Um, out of all these movies that turn 21, any of them your favourite? For that year, I would probably go with. Twist. No, just kidding. Jingle all the <laughs> Jingle all the I'm not the pedophile, I just want Turbo Man. <laughs> Give me the Turbo Man. Jamie! <laughs> <laughs> um, I might go with. Um, you need to look at the list. Yeah, I need you? to look at the list. I'm a visual guy. I'm going to go with... Well, it's tough because Independence Day was a great movie. I watched it again recently. It's it, not that good now. It, it hasn't aged well at all. No. Uh, any parts of the Hillbillies is pretty much struck off the list. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know the Hillbillies in Independence Day? Like, the worst part of the movie is that family. Oh, uh, yeah. Hello, um, boys. I'm back. I'm going to go with... Scream. Ooh. A bit of a weird one because Scream probably isn't as well, I don't know, known. I mean, it's known. It's really well as, known. But it's well, probably it not also as the big first, as... It's also the first film that came up when I typed in 1996 movies. It was Scream. <laughs> yeah. But it's not like a... It hasn't... I don't know. I wouldn't put it on the same level as Independence Day or Mission Impossible. 
But I would argue that Scream has aged the best. I'm going to say... Yep. Because I watched this movie a lot as a kid. I played the video game. I had the album. Space Jam. Space Jam's your your movie of 1996. Yeah. My God, you're dumb. <laughs> it was an alright movie as a kid. That was. And then like Michael kid, Jordan's that... like, I can't play without my gear. And Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck sneak into his house to get his shoes that yeah. are like on a mantelpiece. And that piece. special like juice. Um, the juice, yeah. And I it's just regular it's water. It's just water. <laughs> Guys, you always had the power when you were it up. <laughs> okay, maybe not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you're remembering, right? Yeah. But yeah, uh, as a kid, that was like an amazing As movie. a kid, we loved it. And then it they had such the, a great... the Looney Tunes reloaded with Brendan Fraser and yeah. Steve Martin. Well, aren't they going to do a Space Jam 2 with LeBron Games? I hope not. Replace it with Dwayne Wade. Better play. <laughs> Go on. Yep. Um, anyway, that is our 20... 20- Films that turn 21. 21 films. Hmm. Well, not 20. I don't think it's 21 films, but... <laughs> films that turn 21 this year. Yes. Everything that turns 21. Albums. And everyone loves Raymond. Remembering 1996. Mm. The year that never was. Yes. But now we move on to our little game, that which we call... Halle Berry. Halle Berry? Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Halle Berry. <laughs> And thank you, Halle Berry, for your continual contribution to our society. <laughs> uh, so our previous Halle Berries, we can release the correct answer now, can't we? Yes. The answer to our last Halle Berry contest, competition, question, movie, was Easy A. So currently on our leaderboard, we have as a tie, we have Mark. Wakeling. Are we saying, okay, Mark Wakeling. Jordan. Amira, I think. <laughs> and Tom Commons. Hmm. So, congratulations to the three of you. You were correct. You, you have been noted. That is correct. It has been noted down. It will come into... Uh, some there will be a prize at the end. Hmm. Please hold on to your tickets. Remember your answers and <laughs> get ready for the next Holly Berry. Are you ready to listen? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Our next movie. Ready, duty? Oh, yeah. All right, let's go. Pay attention, kiddies. <laughs> Too much pressure. Fast-talking, streetwise, Holly Berry has big-time plans, but for now, he's stuck in a dead-end job at the medieval theme park. After, accident, after an accident at work, Halle Berry is suddenly transported back in time and finds himself in 14th century England, a world of Halle Berries in shining armour, a wicked Halle Berry, and damsels in distress. The Middle Ages will never be the same after Halle Berry uses his 21st century street smarts and attitude to help a down-and-out Halle Berry and a beautiful woman defeat a evil Halle Berry. Can you guess it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit easy. Yeah, it's not too... It's, this one's a bit easier than the last one, I think, so... Yes, we did find one that was a bit harder. Yeah. So, please submit your answer to our social media platforms. Mm. Facebook, we are Shaken Not Nerd. Twitter. Shaken Not Nerd. Shaken Not Nerd. <laughs> or one word. Or if you want to take a photo of the movie and send it to us on Instagram. Yeah, Shaken underscore not underscore nerd underscore pod. He's all over it today. But Ooh, we yeah. Mm, we also have not only Halle Berry which we forgot to do last week 
Well, last episode. Uh, we also have a Q&A that's come through. Yeah. Mm. A little riddle me this. Mm. Shall we go on to that? Yes. Yes. Yes, we shall. Riddle me this. What is everything to someone and nothing to everyone else? You're mine, baby. Hey, guys. This is Julian Muse from the Tower of Babel podcast over at towerofbabel.ca. And I have a question, or I guess really more of a, a statement, a theory that I'd like someone to confirm for me. I get a bit of pushback on it, so hear me out. Ace Ventura, hilarious movies, everyone knows that. But I believe the second one is actually the funnier movie. Ace Ventura 2 is the better movie. Ace Ventura 2, When Nature Calls, is a better movie than Ace Ventura, A Pet Detective. Love to hear your take on that. Let me know. So, Mr. Johnson, question from Julian. Yes. Thanks, Julian, for submitting your... Yes, thank you very much. That's, That's actually... Pretty decent question as well. Yeah, I like this. So, an interesting theory you have there. Was it number one or number two? <laughs> <laughs> um, I know what my answer is. I know what my answer is. Shall we say it at the same time? Yeah. So, one or two? We'll say it in three, two, two one. Velociraptor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to say two. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to go with two. Uh, I really did enjoy the first one. Um, I love the first one. The first, yeah. The first one had that awesome, awesome scene of him caught in the, uh, in the, the sort of the, the, the pool with the shark. Yeah. Like, that's probably one of my favorite scenes of the, of the my series. My other favorite part from the first one is when he realizes that she was a he. <laughs> Einhorn's a man. <laughs> <laughs> Puts the plunger to his yeah. face. I had a bit of twist, I think, as well. The second one didn't really have as good of a twist from memory. Uh, the second one, though, has the rhino scene. The rhino scene <laughs> makes this movie win in my mind. Kind of warm in these rhino. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you haven't seen the movie, he... He, to he gets spy on people. He gets a mechanical rhino. Yeah, so he has to climb inside the rhino so that he can spy on people. And the air conditioning inside the rhino... Breaks. <laughs> it's a little tiny it's, fan, it's, and it just stops. Yeah, it's a tiny little. And he fan. starts tapping. It. <laughs> so he takes start, has to start taking off his clothes, just because he's sweating so much. And then he just gets so hot to the point where he has to get out of there straight away. He needs air. But I'm pretty sure it doesn't open, and that's why he has to. Yeah, he can't. He yeah. can't get the door to open, and then he turns it, and the door handle comes off. Yeah, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> And he's, so he's trying only, to get out and he pulls like cool <laughs> towels and stuff like that yeah. off. So there's only one other escape and that is via the asshole of the It's just a tiny one. beacon of light. Yeah, it's the smallest <laughs> little hole. And it's like silicone skin, so it like stretches. Yeah. And at the same time, while he's squeezing his way out of the back of that fake rhino, a safari car comes past. <laughs> Look, kids, Rhino, gonna give birth. Yeah, they think that it's giving birth to him as he wriggles his way out of it, and he's all slimy and sweaty. It's <laughs> 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 such a good scene. <laughs> uh, it's also got the off-road scene where he decides to go off-road, and he's just jumping around inside yeah. the car. And it's got the Monopoly guy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's also got, I think it's the cliffhanger part at the start where he tries to save a raccoon and, and drops it and kills it. Yeah. And then he goes and becomes a monk. <laughs> I will say that I think a lot of the jokes are rehashed from the first movie. Yeah. So I can also see where people would be coming from if they said the first movie was better. Yeah. 
Um, if you haven't seen the first movie, and you don't need to see the first movie to see the second movie, which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you just watch the second movie, then you're probably going to like that one better because it's just a better movie. It builds upon the jokes from the first movie. Mm. It's got a lot of great scenes. It's got a lot of. Uh, it's got the same sort of twists that the uh, that the first one has as well in relation to the plot. Um, same costume department. <laughs> He's got himself a slinky, and he puts it down like a ten thousand thing of stairs or whatever it is, and it doesn't go down the last one, so he wants to go do it again. <laughs> Such yeah, a good movie. such a good movie. Um, so we're both saying two then. Yes, yes, both saying number two. We're, we're, I think we're agreeing with uh, with Julian. Look, I think I can understand if anyone says the first movie is better because, like I said, it has a lot of the jokes from the first movie kind of rehashed in a sense in the second one. Mm. But you know, the second one just has bats, has bats, has bats in my hair, and it has a little natives that shoot things at him and he has to fight. Them. White devil, white devil. Yeah. <laughs> So it just yeah takes those aspects from the first movie and builds upon them. So I just you know it's hard to say. I can understand if anyone said the first one was better because it was the first one to do it. Mm. But overall, as a movie, if you haven't seen one and you just put them side by side and watch them, not comparing one to the other, second one is better. Mm. Yes, thank you very much for the uh, the the question there, Julian. We'll definitely see if we can think of a riddle me this for yourself. Yeah. Mm. But it comes to that time of every part of two weeks where <laughs> we put the microphones down. And then yes. we go and eat pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Mr. Johnson, uh, let's give us a give a tease to the listeners what they can expect on the YouTubes coming up shortly. Yeah, so we've just put up another video. Um, that was the three of the girls playing the new Resident Evil game. Uh horrifying experience <laughs> so if you want to see them scream and you also want to see kind of a bit of what that gameplay is like highly recommend checking out that video that's on our youtube channel shake and not nerd mm. just search it in the search bar don't forget to subscribe and like and comment but we also have another video that's uploading as we speak alex diddy dutrum so that one it will is. be up by the time this podcast goes up and that is our review as this kind of... Well, it's not really a review. More us just looking at one of your new toys. Hmm. Hmm. Mm, you really broke the bank on this one. Yes, I was allowed to. <laughs> I was allowed. It's, it's yeah. something I'm working Should on. Should we say what it is or we'll just leave Yeah, it? you can say what it is. Yeah? Yeah. Doody has bought himself a custom-made Type 40 Captain America Shield. Made of aluminium, leather straps. It looks like a movie quality prop. It is really cool, guys. So, highly recommend checking out that video once it lands up on the YouTube. We'll have plenty more of Homer Simpson. <laughs> There'll be plenty more nerdy I shit can when only it comes in. Pre- I can only assume that is him slowly rotating in that oven. <laughs> <laughs> Which gives him sexual powers. <laughs> um, so, highly recommend checking out our YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe because we're definitely this season, this this year, 2017, we're looking to really start merging into the YouTube <clears throat> space as well. So, hopefully we've got some big things coming up. Your box is on its way, so... I haven't yes. told Dutram anything about what's going to happen, so it's going to be great fun. I actually thought about two things. If we have a, a scheduled recording day on the day I get married, I want to record the night before I get married, because that would be fucking fun. The day before you get married? Yeah, if it falls yeah. on that weekend. Mm. And two, you got told off this... Well, it was technically last week, but I heard it this week. 
It is not, according to Mr. Mr. J, Mr. Bradley J, it is not whom spiked the puns, it is who spiked the puns. And he sincerely tells you to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, each to their own. I'm not going to say that, you know, ours is grammatically correct either. He says, no, who spiked the puns is grammatically correct. <laughs> he goes, we're wrong, we're right, you're wrong, fuck off. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I was sitting on the train to work, like, trying to hold back the laughter. <laughs> Look, I said it one time in that podcast, and now, you know, it's not my fault that it took off. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking trendsetters. <laughs> anyway, uh, besides that, Mr. Johnson, where can the... Our Shakeners, as always, you can find us on our social media platforms. So you can find us, Shaken Not Nerd, Facebook, Shaken Not Nerd, all one word on Twitter, Shaken underscore not underscore nerd underscore pod on Instagram, and you can find me at ijohnson92 on Instagram. Ooh. Instagram or Twitter? Twitter. (laughs) Twitter. Twitter. Quite Mm. the Twitter. Quite the the twat on the Twitter. (laughs) Very good. And yourself? What are you on Twitter? Uh, I am Doody Dootrum. Yes. The photo is me in a Stormtrooper helmet playing guitar. (laughs) I think, so I, think. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I can't remember what mine is. So No, it's it's face off with Nicholas Cage yes, and me. That's right, yeah. <laughs> that yes. just about wraps up our episode, guys. Episode so. twenty one. Lego Whoop whoop. If you have a suggestion for a show, if you've got something you'd like us to talk about, bring up or anything, let us know. Hmm. Well, no matter how get- dirty it is. <laughs> we're gonna head off. We're gonna tap the kick because we're twenty one and we're gonna party real hard. <laughs> Mm. We're going to party like we're turning 22. Do you remember your 21st birthday when you were dressed as Jesus walking around blessing people's drinks? Well, that just about wraps up the podcast. (laughs) I've been Ian Hugefootlong Johnson. (laughs) I've been duty. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Goodbye. Wait. Three measures of Gordon's, one of vodka, half a measure of Kinder Lily. Shake it over rice and then add a thin slice of lemon. Nerd alert! 